Welcome to this special Hufa Tech edition of Talk Commerce, where we explore how merchants, agencies, and developers experience commerce and the communities they work and live in. This week, we interview Monica Milwaska and Antoni Paskov, who is no stranger to the subject of self-defense. They are both with the Magento shop Magently in Poland. We discussed their recent store launch of PartsCatalog.com on the Hufa theme. We learned that the time to develop the new theme in Hufa was half that of developing in the blank theme. And it was even faster when they went from Magento 1 to Magento 2. And Tony shares his developer experience and Monica gives us some great performance numbers. They started with a score of 10 and ended with a mobile score of 97. You cannot miss this episode. This episode is recorded on July 22nd, 2021. The Talk Commerce podcast is sponsored by Swift Daughter. E-commerce developers solve problems daily. In fact, some of those seem like mountainous hurdles that must be climbed in a matter of hours. Stress levels can go through the roof. No wonder the plague of burnout affects developers too. Ah, but there's a vaccine for that. Investing time in your career will take you farther than you ever imagined. Meet Swift Otter. Swift Otter exists to help you become the e-commerce hero that is indispensable and irreplaceable at your company. We do this through Magento Certification Study Materials and Joseph Maxwell's most recent book, The Art of E-Commerce Debugging. Go to swiftotter.com to learn more about how you can quickly climb the ranks in your quest to be a better developer. While you're there, use the coupon code TALKCOMMERCE for 15% off any digital goods at swiftdaughter.com. And now, Talk Commerce. All right, welcome to this special Hoofa edition of Talk Commerce. Talk Commerce! Today I have Monica and Antoni uh, here. Uh, why don't you both introduce yourselves, tell us who you're with and what you do, and maybe one of your passions. Monica, hey, hi, uh, um, yeah. hi, I'm a TV at Magently. Uh, Magently is a brand of Chop Chop, so we do web development. Uh, and um, my passion is traveling. I love uh, going to new places and uh, meeting new people, talking, uh, getting to know maybe a few words in a new language, because it's something um, I love to do. Great. Uh, Antoni? Uh, yeah, I'm a developer at Magently. And uh, uh, when it comes to my passions, I have a lot of them. But <laughs> I mean, the biggest one, I think, is uh, photography. Oh, photography? Yeah. Great. And are you, you're both in Poland, right? Yes. Yes. OK, good. Um, all right, so um, today we're going to talk about the Hufa theme and some of your experiences around that. Um, so why don't you start out by maybe how you discovered the theme and why you decided to go with it first? Uh, we actually heard about it from one of our clients, uh, from Alan from Part Catalog. He, he mentioned it before it was launched because he was really interested in it and we did not hear anything about it at that point. So uh, he introduced us, he, he was very excited about it. And um, we also started to get uh, excited. And um, he was very keen to start about it. And um, we also like to try new technologies and basically everyone was talking about it before it was even launched. 
so we wanted to have our take take part in it too and um it was in february i think when it was launched mm -hmm. uh, so we well we tried it it was a new uh, new experience and it wasn't that like there was some bumps on the way obviously uh, it always there always are some bumps on the way when you work with magento um i think antec can say a bit more about it about any problems um we didn't have anyone who knew tailwind js or alpine js so that was also something that we had to get familiar with okay uh, anthony uh yeah so um like Monica said, uh, we, we heard it, uh, about it from the client and when it was launched, the client wanted to try it and we had to learn uh, a new approach to the Magento team. So yeah, that was uh, a challenge. <laughs> and your shop is primarily um, Magento oriented or do you do other work as well? You're talking about this basic, uh, this one, this client. No, your business, the, your oh, agency. Business. Yeah. Uh, Magently, yes, it's focused on Magento, so we only do that. Uh, the company, the whole company, also uh, the React, uh, WooCommerce, and uh, a little bit of Shopify. Okay, so you do React. Have you have you tried the PWA theme? We tried uh, PWA Studio. I think it was last year, but we found it a bit like not finished product, product. So we didn't believe that is something that we would like to launch a live website on. Um, I think we've also looked into View Storefront. This is something a bit PWA for, for Magento and also had a little bit, well, similar, similar impression. It was a bit better than PWA Studio but uh, still we didn't believe that this is something that we should uh, we should ref uh, we should propose to our client and from a developer standpoint did you find that your react developers developers were e easily able to adapt to the pwa studio or view storefront uh not really to be honest <laughs> they had problems with uh, pwa studio uh but these were developers that did not never had anything to do with magento so that was also a little bit of problem, uh, but it wasn't that easy. Okay. So your decision, or it, it sounds like the decision to go with Hufa was more from the client that was pushing it on you. Yes. And your client is the client's based in America. Is that right? Or yeah, were... yeah in, in Texas. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, I guess I'm curious to know, um, he must be involved in the Magento community a little bit to, to hear about it and tell you about it. Yeah, I think he's involved. He's like really involved in the community and in the talks with other merchants. Uh, but we, after that, we've actually heard about Hova from different people, from other clients, from potential clients. So um, at the beginning, I had the impression that it's really, really quiet and nobody talks about it, but then there was a boom and everyone was talking about it. And we had more and more inquiries and we've also done a bit more, a few more projects on Huva, on Huva. Sorry, I'm still learning how to pronounce it. Yeah, me too, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> so yeah, but somehow I have a feeling that it was planned. 
to from the marketing uh, point of view that there nobody would well there wasn't much said about Huva at the beginning was there the website they had uh, there was just the website where you can put some code in was that yeah like I mean that? It, was, it's not, it was not a very big team in the very beginning so <laughs> Um, so your evaluation between Luma and Hufa, uh, have you done benchmarking between the two? Have you examined uh, how much faster it is? We examined uh, the first product and um, the performance on, uh, I'm not sure if it was actually based on Luma. I think it was based on Luma or might have been based on blank theme. Uh, but the improvement, the improvement was really like, visible i think in lighthouse we checked the score in lighthouse and from desktop it was around 65 and it go up to 100 uh, on mobile it was much lower it was about 16 and it went up to 97 or something like that so you could really see that the website is much much quicker than it was before and how about the experience for the developers um you mentioned they didn't really know tailwind was it a um was it a process that the developers had to get um, a lot of learning or did they seem to be able to embrace it well? The Hufa. I think I guess this is the question for you because <laughs> you're the, the main developer there. Yeah, so, well, as you mentioned, it's, uh, it's something new and it had to be learned and we didn't have any experience neither with Tailwind, neither the, uh, the Alpine JS. And Tailwind is a different, completely different approach to, to styling than uh, we usually do things. Uh, so you don't style the elements, but just you know, use the Tailwind classes to uh, <clears throat> adjust the look. And um, yeah, Alpine JS also was a different approach. Although it has some similarities to Knockout, but uh, yeah, you don't have so many modules to interact between them. And you just uh, have like a single script to, uh, to handle all, everything that is on the template. So yeah, that's a new approach that we had to learn. Well, it's easier to Knockout, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's faster to learn because it's basically uh, vanilla JS and some data binding to template. So it's uh, pretty easy to learn. And did you start early enough where there was missing features that you had to develop or was, was most things there when you started? Yeah, the first project we started was uh, version 1.0.0, so the first uh, release. And um, yeah, there were some things that were missing, but client decided to, to use it anyway because he didn't use uh, things that were missing, mostly. Uh, but yeah, we had some, some bugs that were still uh, like in, in development. I mean, the, some features were still in development. So we had to uh, like develop I mean, copy them from the newer versions because we couldn't actually upgrade it. Uh, I mean, the Hufa, uh, 
during the development because uh, there was like a problem with uh, Magento version compatibility. Uh, but yeah, uh, client didn't use, I mean, he had only uh, simple products, I think, and, uh, and configurable and the custom uh, options for the products. So everything was already working at that point. Okay. One of the concerns that I've heard from, um, from developers, especially maybe doing the B2B version or the, the enterprise or the Adobe commerce version is that some of those features aren't done and they don't want to do them themselves. So they would prefer to use the blank theme. Um, so in your, so your experience then in developing those, some of those features or even fixing some of those bugs is, is that it went quite quick? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, an example, there was a bug with uh, custom options. Uh, when you have a price on custom option, the price isn't updated on the product page when you select it. So that was uh, that was uh, fixed in the uh, some of the next versions of Hufa, but we couldn't upgrade it, so we had to like copy solution to the older version. Uh, but yeah, there were some small bugs like I don't know uh, reviews pagination on the uh, product page uh, that uh, wasn't working. But yeah, like small things that was pretty easy to fix. Good. Uh, so from the experience um, as a developer, um, it sounds like then the overall, um, the overall approach compared to um, Blank or Luma has been about the same in the development cycle. Um, and there's been a few things you need to, um, you need to develop on the way what would you say to a developer who's just starting the Hufa theme? How, how could you encourage them to go for it? <laughs> and by go for it, I mean, just let's, let's get started on it. Let's do it um, and uh, start developing on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I think it's more enjoyable to develop with Hufa. Uh, than, uh, than using a uh, standard uh, Magento way, the knockout, I mean, required JS and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's easier and faster to develop once you like learn the basics. Um, but yeah, it's it's enjoyable and you can actually see the difference in, uh, in speed. So that's, uh, that motivates <laughs> to keep using Hufa. <laughs> Yeah, from a merchant point of view, the the speed of the site would be a great motivation, regardless of um, of any extra time it takes to develop. I know uh, Yissa Ritzma has repeatedly stated that um, even if you were to try to get Luma to be as fast as the Hufa theme or blank, that it would never be as fast and you would spend as much time developing new features on Hufa as you would trying to get the old theme faster. <laughs> Do you believe that's true? Yeah, and I, I don't think it's even possible. <laughs> um, 
Uh, Monica, from a project management standpoint, um, were you able to navigate through um, through working with uh, Willem and his team to make sure that uh, everything was delivered to the client? Yeah, yeah, we had uh, contact with them. Uh, um, I think I even I am on Slack, Hova Slack, and uh, developers were also able to talk to them, but also the client, Alan, he also contacted uh, Willem directly. Because uh, I know that not all um, modules that we were using were compatible with Fuba at that time. So yeah, the communication went very well and uh, I didn't see like any major problems. So from the product manager perspective, it was no difference than Luma, but maybe there was more less bugs and uh, it went quicker than actually creating a website on, on Magento 2. Um, and I know one other item that people have had concern about is the lack of um, the lack of features for third-party modules. D did your solution have many third-party modules that you had to develop for? Um, and Tech, do you remember how many modules there was? Yeah, I mean, uh, there wasn't, um, there weren't many uh, external modules, but uh, there were uh, some custom JavaScript features that had to that be rewritten. before, yes. Yeah, uh, and we had to rewrite them to use Alpine.js. And I think that took at least half of the time <laughs> uh, on the project. So yeah, it was a challenge to rewrite a massive uh, features that were like uh, spread across uh, multiple uh, JS files using Knockout. And yeah, that all has had to be rewritten and basically merged in a you know single file. So, so it took longer than Huva uh, announced at that time, because I think they were claiming that uh, 100 hours is enough to, to create a website. Uh, it took more, yeah. uh, mainly because of that. But on the other hand, we built the website one year before, I think it was last year, uh, on Magento 2, because Alan moved them from Magento 1 to Magento 2. And it took two or three times more to create a website on Magento 2 on Luma or Blank than it actually did on, um, on Huva. So still, uh, it's taking less time, even though it was something that we also had to learn. OK. Yeah, well, and also, sorry. Go ahead, Anthony. Uh, yeah. We had also uh, a second project uh, where there was uh, like vanilla magento uh, that there weren't any external modules. Uh, and yeah, it took like 50% less time to actually implement the design using uh, Hufa. And what other tools have you used to evaluate the performance? Do you use anything in the back end like New Relic or? Uh, or Blackfire or anything like that to evaluate if it's being more efficient in its in its use of the server? We do use New Relic, although I'm not sure if we've actually done it for this project. Uh, no, Finger Speed so. was um, was checked in, in Lighthouse uh, and maybe in some other uh, speed uh, speed tools, speed checking tools but I can't tell you exactly what it was apart from Lighthouse. Yeah, there was also uh, a tool that was used specifically for CLS score, uh, the, the shifting that is happening during uh, when page is loaded. Uh, and yeah, client used a special tool for that to check if there is something 
to to fix. Yeah, I, I know that the CLS uh, has been a big thing as well. That um, that has been an improvement over Luma. Can you just explain a little bit how CLS affects your your Google scores and why it's important that you uh, you pay attention to that? Uh, well, uh, I think uh, Google changed that not so long ago to actually uh, include the CLS to figure out the score for the page. And yeah, I mean, it's annoying when you load the page and you want to click something and it just keeps moving <laughs> and you click something else. So yeah, I, I mean, I don't, uh, it's not that surprising that it's actually uh, has impact on the score. Um, but yeah, I think the first Hoofa version uh, had some issues with CLS. Uh, but they fixed a lot uh, in the in the next versions. Uh, but yeah, we uh, as we used uh, the first version, the uh, 1.0, then um, we had to like do uh, some fixes by ourselves. Um, but yeah, I saw that uh, in the next version that there was uh, quite a lot of improvements. And uh, just I'm just looking through the the blog art article that you you produced. Um, when you uh, when you did the testing and you used your tools, um, how much how much did you interact with the client during the development process to make sure that the site was going to improve? Or uh, what what am I trying to say? Uh, during the development process, did you constantly do lighthouse scoring or did you kind of wait till the end to make sure everything was going to be at, at where you'd like it to be? We waited to the end. Okay. Uh, yeah, we wanted to see the, well, the overall result of swapping from Magenta to Luma to, to Cuba. So uh, we didn't test the speed during the whole process. Yeah, but I think the client was uh, because he was that, interested yeah. in. <laughs> that might yeah. be possible. <laughs> and, and it and it is quite impressive. So the pre-Hufa mobile score for performance was a ten. Yeah, right? yeah, it was quite low. Yeah. So you brought it from ten to ninety-seven, which is a which which, which is a fantastic improvement. Um. Great. So we have uh, we have a couple ten minutes left here. Um, what what are you doing to kind of keep up with the theming and and the technology that's happening in Magenta? What what kind of tools are you using or books you're reading, podcasts you're listening to? Uh, I I think I mean all the information. Uh, I received from the from our team, I think. <laughs> uh, so I don't uh, follow any like uh, podcasts or something like that. Yeah. Well, well, I'm the same. We usually share information within the company, so there are always people who have some news from the uh, from uh, Magento or uh, from new about new technologies. Uh, and we do some internal training or we share, uh, like Anthony did a talk uh, 
in our team about Huva, how it went, uh, what went good. Yeah, I think that was the, what were the problems and what you need to pay attention to. So we do things like that because we also like to share what we know because everyone has different experience. And um, we have more and more clients asking about Huva. I know that the merchants are still hesitating <laughs> Um, but there are more and more people getting interested in it. So I think it's good to actually tell the others how it went and the problems that the project was, was quite good. And you're involved in the Slack channel as well as the Magento community Slack channel. I don't think we're involved in Magento community Slack channel. Um, we used or to community do community engineering. I mean, sorry, I there's a community engineering Slack channel that you can be on. Okay, no, I don't, I don't know if, well, not as a, as a team, as a company, I don't know if there are any developers that actually do it individually, I don't think so. Um, yeah, we used to do meetups in, in Wrocław in Poland um, about Magento, usually, or Magento-related topics, uh, like Docker and DevOps and stuff, uh, but pandemic um, changes our plans a little bit, I think it's good time now to um, go back to it and and start doing the meetups again because we were not the only people um, that were doing the presentation on there so we invited other companies to share the knowledge and i think it was quite good for the community uh, so i'm hoping that we'll be able to to do it again soon yeah also the uh, like always uh, uh, attending the meet magento poland and i think our meetup was once even mentioned there <laughs> so yeah um just to out of curiosity because i do have a poll going on linkedin on how developers are using their local environment how, how are you doing local development nowadays um we most most of uh, developers in our company uses docker environment and uh, usually PHP Storm or PHP Storm or uh, Visual, I think it's called, uh, for EDE. Uh, and yeah. That's and your, um, and you, is there one person that's responsible for the Docker environment and then you share that with all the developers? I think there are a few people that are involved in uh, that, that, I mean, mm, development of this environment. Okay. I'll, I'll send the link to you guys as well. So you both can vote. You can all, your whole team can vote on the poll okay. that's on, on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm interested in how people are doing development, how they're getting their code to the server and uh, all the other more technical bits. Um, so uh, maybe Monica, what, what kind of advice would you give a merchant right now? Um, I think if somebody is on Magento One still and want to uh, want to swap to Magento Two, they should consider Huva also because if they use Luma or Blank and they want to change again, that's gonna double the cost. So I think it would be a good actually mo good moment to think about Huva because it might be better than than Luma. I'm not saying it is, but it might be. <laughs> And Antoni, if you were to give some kind of advice to a developer, what would you tell them? Mm. Yeah. 
but it's always a good thing to learn something new. <laughs> mm -hmm. And in Magento, it's, uh, mm. I mean, there, there aren't that many new things introduced between the versions. So some, a big change like that is, uh, I think, is a good thing to, I don't know, keep, uh, to, to get the knowledge in some other <laughs> places. Great. Um, okay, so both of you, um, I want you to uh, have an opportunity to give. We call it a shameless plug. So you can you can plug anything you'd want, and and in English, a plug is just mean a promotion of something that you would like to tell people about. Um. Well. <laughs> um. I don't know. So maybe if you need if you need help with with Magento uh, or also React WooCommerce, then feel free to contact us. Um, I guess one of the the benefits that we give, I would say, is that we use uh, continuous delivery for deployments. So the downtime of the website when we update the website is really small, usually less than one minute, sometimes even just a few or several seconds. Uh, so clients usually appreciate that. And then Tony? I don't have anything really. <laughs> <laughs> this is not something we expected. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we didn't prepare properly. <laughs> um, okay, great. So I, you know, I thank you both for being here. I know it was, uh, it was, um, uh, it was sudden or or i don't know how to say it um uh, a little bit yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was a new experience too so um yeah but i'm glad i, I took part in it so thank you good yeah and no, thank you again for for participating and um the podcast will probably be out in three or four weeks so yeah thank you okay thank you thank you the talk commerce podcast is sponsored by swift daughter E-commerce developers solve problems daily. In fact, some of those seem like mountainous hurdles that must be climbed in a matter of hours. Stress levels can go through the roof. No wonder the plague of burnout affects developers too. Ah, but there's a vaccine for that. Investing time in your career will take you farther than you ever imagined. Meet Swift Otter. Swift Otter exists to help you become the e-commerce hero that is indispensable and irreplaceable at your company. We do this through Magento certification study materials and Joseph Maxwell's most recent book, The Art of E-Commerce Debugging. Go to swiftotter.com to learn more about how you can quickly climb the ranks in your quest to be a better developer. While you're there, use the coupon code TALKCOMMERCE for 15% off any digital goods at swiftotter.com. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been my pleasure to be your host today. Please rate and subscribe to Talk Commerce, new shows out every week.